Computer Radio TFS episode number 169. This is Greg Duncan, and that's all we've got, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody else is busy with the holiday, but I wanted to definitely have a show. Uh, we'll share some news with you real quick. Um, we're not going to do a look back to 2018, so don't worry about that. Uh, I'm sure we're all sick of those this week and next week. Uh, but the important thing, and I'll cover it now and end at the end, is to highlight who our next guest is going to be in our next show. Donovan Brown is going to be joining us again for the third time. It's becoming an annual tradition. He'll be our first guest on the first show, and he promised not to be mean to me this time. He took me to task last time, and, uh, well, yeah, he promised not to be mean. I, I don't believe him, but that's okay. I, it's fun to beat up on Greg. Ask my wife. She knows. <laughs> anyway, um, so that will be recording it on January 9th right now, so it should be out on the 10th. Uh, looking forward to that. Uh, if you guys got questions you want me to ask him, email me or email us, radiotfs at outlook.com. Send us uh, what you would like us to ask, what you'd like to hear. Uh, what about DevOps should I be pinging him about? What can I be mean to him about? I think that's the important thing. Uh, radiotfs at outlook.com. All right, uh, so news. What, what do we have on news? We've got a lot of news. I mean, we haven't had a show since Anisha was on. I, I'm going to blame her for breaking the show. It's all her fault. Okay, no, it's not, because she's too nice for it to be any fault. But we've got a lot of news. I've been accumulating the news since that show. Uh, I'm going to go through it really fast. I'll have, we'll have all the links in the show notes, assuming I can fit them all, because we've got a lot of news here, and this was like a trimmed-down list. So... Uh, let's start off with what is the biggest, hottest news that's happened? Well, Azure DevOps Server 2019 RC1 is out. Wait, what? You're, you're asking, what is DevOps Server? TFS's new name. Team Foundation Server is no more. Azure DevOps Server is the on-prem version of Azure DevOps Service. Uh, think of it like that. Uh, so the RC has been released. We'll have all the links to the release notes and the show notes, but uh, there's a lot of stuff in it. And you guys know, we've talked about this before, Azure DevOps Service is getting the stuff first, and it has been getting the features first for a while. So think about all the features that have been added to it. Now you're getting them on-prem. So some of those things include uh, one of the coolest things, one of the more interesting things is support for Azure SQL. All right, so uh, you want to do your own uh, Azure DevOps server uh, because of regulatory reasons or whatever. Uh, you don't want to manage it in your data center, so you spin up a VM out, out in Azure. Well, where was that SQL going to live? Well, you can spin up another VM and put SQL Server and everything on that, or you can now, if it's on a VM out in Azure, you can use Azure SQL. So you don't have to deal with any of that SQL Server versioning update crud. That was one of the things that used to hurt me in my uh, TFS upgrades more than anything, is when they would update TFS and it would support a SQL Server that I couldn't, uh, you know, couldn't get installed or get upgraded to. That kind of goes away with this. So you can check that out and you can check that out now. One of the coolest things about this RC1 is it's got a go live. That's right. So you can use it today for production use. And they're going to support upgrading if there's an RC2 or if there's patches or whatever. They will fully support that and they will fully be upgradable. And if you're putting it out in a VM, it doesn't really kind of it costs you something. It costs you VM. 
but you can start playing with it and start playing with uh, all the cool things on it. Also included is the release management improvements. All the changes that I've been making to DevOps service are now kind of rolling into uh, DevOps server. And there's a lot of changes. Uh, as I look back onto it, I've gotten really used to Azure DevOps service. Uh, we've been extremely happy with it. Uh, so as other people and other guests have said, looking back on the old ones, you just kind of, ooh, you, what do you mean? You don't have that. <laughs> so you get some of those cool things. Uh, some of the other things that were included are, uh, you know, the lift and shift that I mentioned. That's, that's gotten a lot of people excited on it. But also the processes. Azure DevOps Server 2019 has, a, has the inherited processes feature of the service, which makes it a lot easier to upgrade and a lot easier to tweak the things. You're not using XML. You're not editing all that XML to update the processes. You can now inherit from this one, make some tweaks that you then use for your projects. Lastly, well, not lastly, but last thing I'm going to cover is uh, you can now, this is so long in coming, uh, change a work item type and even move it between team projects. The moving between team projects is always one of my nightmares, but now you can change it. Oh, you created it as a feature, but now it's really going to be an epic. Oh, this it's, is a, a defect. No, it's, it's really, let's turn this into a product backlog item. You can now do that in Azure DevOps server 2019. All right, what else have we got? Uh, and we'll have those, again, links in the show notes. We got links from uh, Rishi, Mateo, lots of Mateos. He's got three great posts from Jamie Cool. Uh, you'll have all the details there. What's been happening on the <laughs> on the service? Oh, I can't believe we're going to go back to this whole service server thing. Uh, and, and I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, we're not changing Radio, D Radio TFS's name. I think we're going to give it a two-year period. If they can stick with Azure DevOps for two years, so when we are at December 2020 and it's still Azure DevOps, then I'll considering we'll change it to Radio AZDO. That sounds kind of cool, huh? I like it. Of course, I would like it. I'm the one saying it. <laughs> um, and while I'm thinking about it, I want to give a shout out to my former compatriot in crime, Oscar Carlos, the man with two first names. He's no longer with my firm. He has moved onward and upward. Carlos, if you're listening to this, I hope things are going well at your new gig. Yeah, he's doing um, AWS stuff there. And that's nothing wrong with AWS, but this is an Azure DevOps show. But you can use any cloud, any code, anywhere with the new Azure DevOps. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. <laughs> On the service, uh, some of the more interesting things and the different sprints that have been released since the show. My God, we've got Sprint 142 was released, uh, which includes the dark themes support, uh, new navigation for all users, uh, a whole bunch of YAML additions for Azure pipelines. Then on uh, November 12th, Sprint 143 was released, and that included the new work item text editor, draft pull requests, again, more work on Azure pipelines with uh, YAML, uh, some work on Azure artifacts. December 4th, Sprint 144 was out, and that included a lot more of the GitHub stuff. So, for example, in the Azure pipelines, Sprint 144 included the managing GitHub releases using pipelines. ServiceNow 
change management integration. We're ServiceNow House. So I, I think our people are pretty excited about that. And again, uh, the Service Health Portal. I was going to mention that. Where was I going to mention that? Somewhere down the line. Oh, the next story was going to be that. The Service Portal is actually really pretty cool. Status.dev.azure.com. You can check on, hey, is... Azure DevOps busted or not? Are there any issues with it or not? And what's neat about this, go to the history, the status history page, and look at the filter. If you guys have been using uh, Azure DevOps service, this filter th will look very, very familiar. I congratulated the team on that. The fact that they took that UI component or UX component and included that here, as opposed to reinventing another filter, I thought that was a great touch. But you can see all the history, and even more importantly, there's an RSS feed you can subscribe to. That feed has saved me a number of times, and I've been able to proactively let my people know, uh, hey, there's performance degradation here in the United States, or no, it's over, so on and so forth. So check out this page, check out the history, check out the main page. If there's any question, this is like the place to go to. What else? Um, a number of posts here on the dark theme, which I, I found kind of funny. My users, I always show them the notification areas and the preview features and how they can like opt into stuff. And I, a number of people around the work, as I'd walk around and we'd talk about some Azure DevOps stuff. It's like, hey, you found the dark theme and you're actually using it. That's cool. I, 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 I personally, I'm not a dark theme guy. I, I don't know why. It just doesn't click for me but the important thing is is that the option is there and it can be used and if that's your thing then you got your thing another thing i wanted to call out eric dormer did a post back in november november 5th about security fixes for team foundation server yes tfs update three uh TFS 2017, 2018, there's some security fixes that they rolled out. So you're going to want to probably check those out if you're still running uh, TFS 2017, 2018, update 1.1 or update 3. Yeah, you're going to want to check out this post and make sure that it uh, gets updated. It's a potential cross-site scripting vulnerability. So where are we at? Okay, so we talked about the service portal. And that's pretty cool. Azure DevOps reporting. There's a number of new aka.ms links. You know, I, I, there are organizations that live and die off of these. I, I haven't worked at one for a while, but if you're at one of those kind of organizations, then these links are going to be important for you. And they're all Azure DevOps. I'll put them in the show notes, but there's ever, Azure DevOps reporting link, the analytics, the Power BI integration, and even ODOC. OData docs, ODoc datas, OData docs. Uh, and so if you're one of those organizations that you live and die off of reporting or just interested in the new analysis stuff, uh, the dashboard or the, the page here is, is pretty awesome. So, so can I say so any more times? <laughs> no, Greg, you can't. Don't make me come down and hurt you. Uh, I wanted to call out to Mickey and he's been doing some, uh, uh, Azure DevOps tips now, which is funny because he works at Microsoft as, as, as part of the, the team that does Azure DevOps. But uh, so he's been doing some tips. Go to his page. I'll give you the URL. It's, it's mickeygusset.com. Uh, he also talks about an audio book that he did, which I thought was pretty neat. I, I can't see doing one of these. But um, the America's Romance with uh, English Garden. And you can listen to Mickey read that out on Audible. This this post was funny. Uh, 
some organizations, when you get started in DevOps and you get started in CICD, everything's got to do it. Oh my God, right mouse clicking publish is horrible. You suck as a developer if you use that. Well, you don't, all right? There's times when you can use it or not. Angelus Petropolis, Petrolopolis, sorry, Angelus, did a cool post about when you should write mouse click, right click publish. And there's a number of circumstances that is, it's just the right time to do. In some cases, CICD is just silly. It's just overkill. Other times, uh, you know, when you're doing a test, when you're doing that first run, when you're doing a, 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 you know, let's see if it works first and then we'll automate it. There are times when right mouse click publish is the right answer. It's not the only answer, but it can be the right answer. Now I've got two other posts here, one from Chiminda and one from a Visit Philippe. Now I bet you guys are wondering, do I actually butcher the names purposely just because that's like my shtick? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not that cool. <laughs> I just suck at names. Uh, these two posts are really cool. They've been, I've been using these explicitly in a number of different cases. It's uh, tremendous post is custom control conditions and Azure DevOps pipeline steps. You can do each one of your tasks and your pipeline steps. You can put conditional controls on that. Oh, here, here's an example. Uh, I've got to build a database release and there's actually three different databases that can be potentially released for one of these into a given environment. I've created a release scoped variable that allows the user to choose true or false, whether they want to do this database or this database or this one or these two or all three. And that is all controlled via these custom control conditions. Basically check a variable. If that variable equals true, execute that step. Otherwise don't. Uh, Tamina's got a short post on that, uh, but it's a nice one. Next one is a task output to a variable. Sometimes, you know, this can be hard to find, but if you're in, let's say a PowerShell task, I've been using inline PowerShell a lot uh, for a number of different things, but you want to share it. Let's say you want to break up your PowerShell into three different parts. You know, first one goes out and gets a value from someplace. Second one gets a value from a local uh, build file. The third one then compares those, the values of those two and makes sure that the state is as you expect it to be. Well, obviously you're passing the variables, quote unquote, between these different tasks. How do you do that? Well, Philippe's got a great post on exactly how you do it. All right. It's not hard once you see it, but it's really powerful once you get it. All right. And he's got both how to do it from uh, PowerShell or even Python. You guys tired of me yet? Should we start wrapping up? No. Nah, okay. A couple more, a couple more. This one from uh, Justin Rice was also something that I thought was really cool. And we were talking about, been talking about PowerShell a lot today. Well, his post creating a NuGet pipeline, build pipeline for PowerShell modules within Azure DevOps. So you're an IT guy and our IT guys, yay, are actually, we, we created a project for them. They're checking code in, they're doing all their PowerShell stuff. They're getting it, they're creating new repos, they're doing all that good kind of stuff. So, you know, the, the ops part of DevOps is starting to come together. I've, here and I thought that was really interesting, but I shared this with them too, because they're doing a lot of custom modules and, and crap. And how do you deal with those? How do you make them part of your bills? How do you version them? Justin's post talks all about that. You know, put your module in the Azure artifacts. It seems to make sense. Exactly what that kind of thing, that universal storage of the artifacts is for. And he walks you through the entire one. This is a fairly long post, but it, 
talks about all those good things. And I know you guys are out there uh, using Pester to test your PowerShell stuff, mentioned in here in the post. This one is weird and I cut it accidentally. There is a, a new Microsoft download. It's Accelerate Delivery with Microsoft Azure DevOps DemoMate demo. You guys ever use DemoMate? You know, it's kind of, it, you can create a demo, but it's a clickable. It's a curate, not curated, a directed demo. So you click on this and you get a pop-up and look at this. If you wanted to kind of play with Azure DevOps and you didn't want to go through any of the effort to you know, set up a repo, even though it's free for up to five users, guy sounds like a sales guy, Jesus. Uh, you just want to download and look at it. This download will be it. You can see the stuff, you can kind of walk through using the agile planning tools, the build, the test, deploy, continuous integration, delivery across platforms. All these things are in this cool little demo mate demo. The download itself is 60 meg. One of the things I look for are unusual uses, usages, unusual stories for Azure DevOps. And this one, you know, it's old school and it calls out to me because I'm, you know, Rocking the old guy rock. DevOps for the Commodore 64 by uh, Tony Landy. Yeah, yeah. Azure, uh, Azure DevOps for Commodore 64. And this is also a very long post, but uh, you know, <laughs> when they say any language on any platform, this kind of proves that point. Yeah, it's whimsical. Yeah, how much you're gonna use it. But hey, it's coming to holiday time. Got a holiday break? You wanna play with something? Check out. Uh, John's post here, or Tony's post. He goes through all the extensions that he wrote for developing Commodore 64 games using the Acme Cross compiler, all the steps, all the builds, everything that you need, how to get it running, the extensions, all of that cool stuff, creating a disk image as a task. All of that is here. So if you're looking for that edge case for the uh, Java 64, uh, Java 64, Commodore 64, uh, check out Tony's post. Lastly, before I do the whole end of the close, end of the year spiel, I learned something new this week. I learned something new every day, I hope. But uh, recently, a couple weeks ago, I saw this banner settings uh, marketplace extension, and it allows project administrators to set site-wide banners on Azure DevOps, you know, the whole thing's at the top. And you can set a warnings, you can set errors, you can put expire, expiry dates on, expiry dates. Uh, you can only do one at a time, so you want to keep it clean. But if you ever want to do the banner, say, hey, let your all your Azure DevOps users know something, this extension was it. And I said, okay, well, that's kind of cool. And then I see uh, Tarun Zarora's post that this functionality is also available in the VSTS CLI, the command line environment. There's and he talks you how to do it, how to get it, how to download it, how to set up the the pat the personal access token, to use it, then how to do, VSTS admin banner add you know Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, so you can all do that from the command line. So you could actually set up like a scheduled thing, or or you could put it in a build or in a release, to update the banner. Oh, that would be kind of cool. The important thing is, is also look at this VSTS CLI, which and he includes a link in the show notes. It's available in the marketplace. Uh, it's all the Azure DevOps stuff from the command line, at least a great deal of it. And the links will be in the show notes. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was a fast show because I talked really fast. Uh, and I'm sure you're all just listening, kind of zoning out anyway, because it's holiday time. Links will be uh, for all these things will be in the show notes. But the important thing that I want to do is A, 
email me your thoughts, questions, comments uh, for our next show with Donovan Brown that we're going to be having, recording on the 9th, hopefully released on the 10th. Let me know what I should ask him, what you are interested in hearing about, you know, related to his scope and his field, you know, the DevOpsy stuff. And the important message is that I want to thank all of you for listening to Radio TFS this year. And from all of the Radio TFS family, Martin, Mickey, Paul, Angela, Josh, Gordon, we all wish you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And thanks for listening to Radio TFS. You know what? As soon as I hit stop recording, I realized I didn't give him the contact information. Oh, and I think I did that last week too, when I was uh, last show with Angela I, I, or uh, Anisha. So let's try this again. If you want to get a hold of us, Radio TFS at Outlook.com. We're on Twitter at Radio TFS. We're on Facebook slash Radio TFS. Voicemail. Remember voicemail? Send us a note. Send us a voicemail. One four two five. 233-8379. Don't write that down. Just look in the uh, your catcher post show description. Go to the website. It's all there. And again, from everybody, from the Radio TFS team, and maybe, who knows, in a couple of years, maybe the, the Radio AZDO team. Thank you for listening to Radio TFS. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year.